This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. You're listening to Season 2. This is the first episode of Season 2. What does that mean? Well, Season 1 was about 25 episodes of interview style. 26? I lost count. I don't know how many. About 26 episodes of interview style podcasting. And so I thought we'd switch it up a little bit. I often get these random observations, inquiries, and I'm like, I should I should write these down or something. I should create a blog or something. And then I just, I don't want to start a blog. I just don't think that that's something that I want to do. I'm like, well, I have this podcast thing already. Why don't I just talk it into the podcast? You know, why don't I just, I just brain dump these thoughts that are relatable to possibly what you're going through as a balanced artist or currently unbalanced that want to be balanced. I don't know where you are in your creative journey, but I thought I'd share a little bit about what I'm thinking about these days, and maybe you can relate. For example, that question you always get when you're an independent artist is, hey, well, what do you do for like a real job? Why does everybody assume you can't make a living as an art, <laughs> as with your art, I don't, it's just, it's a misconception. I know it's difficult, but it's still kind of a misconception that we have here in the world. But anyway, most musicians that do have jobs in the independent world, like they often resent it because of that stigma, right? And jobs aren't fun by any means, like they're boring and not that exciting. It's just, it's because they're comfortable and complacent and it's five days a week of routine where nothing really changes, you know, but if you noticed, I've noticed an interesting pattern. Like while talking, I've talked to Grammy winners and nominees and full-time musicians throughout their years and on this podcast. And I've noticed that like when they're younger, they love to travel. Okay, like the change of environment and the new experiences every day. It's all good. It's all fun. But when age kicks in, like kids, other responsibilities of life start getting into the, adding to the mix, they gravitate to the idea of a residency. Look at like Celine, Brittany, Garth, Aerosmith, Shania, like the list goes on. They're just a residency is where you play the same venue five days a week, every week. Normally in Vegas, it happens in a few different states, but it becomes routine. Like you get comfortable and complacent. What, you mean like a job? Yeah, exactly. I remember when I was like 21 or something like that, I had just gotten out of college and I was, it was time to start your career for whatever vocation that you learned in college. And I just, you know, I figured I got this music thing I want to do. Why don't I try to pursue that first? But I wasn't necessarily pursuing it in the proper <laughs> fashion. I, I, I just, I started playing pubs. You know what I mean? I had, I had a good network of, of bars and pubs that I play at. And it's like, well, you know what? I've got the time now. I'm not in school anymore. Why don't I try to do this full time? And so that's exactly what I did. Five days a week, six days a week in the pubs. In the you know, you start at ten, you bring in your stuff, you, you set up and you play for like three straight hours. I mean you get some breaks, you get some free drinks, you get a meal, but it's 
pretty much a grind. And you do that five or six days a week, months on end, years on end, and it, it you can burn out pretty easily. I didn't make it to years on end. I did it for, I don't know, like almost a year. And I was just like, forget this. There's much easier things to do. <laughs> and sit here anyway so I I gave that up and I thought you know if I'm going to try to pursue this music thing then maybe I should just do it legitimately all right so that's when I started writing the original music and I started taking it seriously and networking with good producers session players you know getting the right studios went down to Nashville did that whole thing and all that costs money and there's easier ways to make money than sitting on a bar stool and singing songs constantly just to tell yourself that you are a full-time artist so I used my education that I got in that college thing that I was talking about earlier and I got a job and I made some money, enough money to go do that recording stuff I was talking about in Nashville. And that's, you know, the story continues from there, but uh, we'll get into that later on. The point is, just because I was doing music full time, I didn't feel any more validated myself. Yeah, you could tell people you're a full time artist, but there's not you're not really an artist. You have a job. It's a music job. It's like people that teach music. It's like, yeah, great. If you love to teach and it fills your boots, then go teach a bunch of people how to play an instrument. It's just not necessarily the alluring full-time artist job that I had in mind for myself. So so why not find an easier way to make money? That way I don't have to rely on the pubs. That way I don't have to rely on teaching guitar lessons and things like that. So that when I do my artistic endeavors, it's more of a a choice. I can kind of navigate it the way I want without the pressures of being able to pay rent or mortgage or whatever. Anyway, we're going to talk about that more in a different episode. But for now, let's get back to what I was talking about before. So if we can change our perspective of our job from like resentful to grateful, we can appreciate the job for what it is. You know, it's financing your passion. It's, It's like, it doesn't have to define you. You don't have to identify as an accountant or whatever the heck you do. But you could still identify as an artist because that's what you do. That's how, that's who you are, okay? The accounting job or whatever you have just funds your art. So you don't have to be ashamed of it. Like, is there a reason why Oscar winners gravitate from shooting movies in remote locations six to eight months to a series regular on a TV show film 20 minutes from their home? It happens all the time. You hear about that. Like people just love the convenience of it. So even the people we look up to in our industries crave that comfortable feeling of routine and security. It's a human thing, no matter who you are, no matter how successful you are in whatever field you are. We love that security. We love that complacency. And yeah, we want to switch it up every now and then. That's why your employer gives you two weeks vacation or three weeks vacation so you can get out and reset. But for the most part, even rock stars want the stability of a job. It's not They don't consider it a job because it's not at a desk, you know, pushing papers around, but it's still technically a job. Okay. So no matter who they are, no matter who you are, although we sometimes forget we are all human beings. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.